Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Twin Cities Community. What happened was an amazing grassroots effort of people who have given us their volunteer time. She had been to one of our food jobs and couldn't believe the need. But for kids that might not have an opportunity, that's really what this thing is about. My main goal, to raise awareness and get people involved. Our donations are slightly down, but we will complete the mission. This is our light. This is incredible. We'll start the show right after this public service announcement. Being an organ donor makes you a modern-day superhero. Superheroes save lives. And so can you when you register to become an organ donor. Find out about becoming an organ donor. Visit the Minnesota Academy of PAs at minnesotapa.org. Thank you for joining me today on Twin Cities Community. I'm Lee Valsvik. Coming up October 27th at Bunker Hills and October 13th at Lake George up in St. Cloud, They're expecting a lot of people to participate in the Nearly Naked Ruck March. It benefits 23rd Veteran. And in the studio with me today is the Executive Director, Mike Waldron. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well. Good. Okay, your event is coming up in October. Nearly Naked, what are we talking? The Nearly Naked Ruck March? Yeah. That means that we are wearing long underwear Okay. (laughs) in the cool, cool weather. Cool weather, long underwear. Correct. Sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, tell me about the event. What is the Nearly Naked Ruck March? Sure. So first I'll tell you what a Ruck March is. Okay. In the military, we do this training exercise where we put on our packs and we stuff them with our clothes. We're carrying water and ammo and weapons, everything we would need in combat. That's called a Ruck March. Okay. We go for a long hike. So this is the civilian side of things. We're not carrying weapons and ammo, but we are, we're going to carry a pack. It doesn't matter what kind of pack it is. And we put food and clothes in there for veteran organizations. And then we carry that up to 10 miles. What a great idea. And anybody can do this? Anybody can do it. Okay. And we sign up and it's a peer-to-peer fundraising event. So you get a fundraising page when you sign up and you're raising money that's going to go to veteran transitions to help with PTSD and suicide. Okay. So the more money we raise, people are encouraged to put more money in their packs or, sorry, not it. more money, but more weight in their backs. Yeah. So that represents the weight that they're carrying on their shoulders in this battle against combat stress. How many years have you been doing this? This is our fourth year. This okay. will be our, our fifth Ruck March. More and more people every year, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and it's, it becomes more, a more fun event every year, too. We're adding more live music. And this year, we're adding a, an after party. So we have a nearly naked after party. <laughs> <laughs> The underwear is still on. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Okay, please, please keep this legal. Um, where, um, where is the uh, event? It's being held in Bunker Hills, okay, Coon Rapids. Hills. Very cool. Yep. Very cool. Um, so, uh, is does it become after the, you know so many years doing this a, a fashion show of long underwear? Oh, it's it's so much fun, and we we're going to add some votes on social media this year to see who comes best dressed nearly naked. Gotcha. Uh, so there's a lot of patriotic uniforms out there. There's people wearing American flag onesies, but we get Wonder Woman out there. We've had, I think last year, the, the K-102 show, they, they came in their Spider-Man costumes. Did they? That's yeah, so Chris cool. Carr Chris Carr and Company. Yep. Awesome. That's. Yeah. I bet they'll be back too. Okay, so um, it's a lot of fun. It's a crazy event um, helping people with serious problems. 
um, helping people in transition uh, from military to civilian life. Tell me about 23rd Veteran. Sure. So, yeah, all the money that we raise in the Nearly Naked Run, Ruck March goes straight to 23rd Veteran. 23rd Veteran's been around for about five years, and we create a long-term transition for military members either after their service or after serving in a combat zone or some type of trauma during their service. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of based on a personal story of mine. I was in the Marine Corps from 2000 to 2004, and 2003 I was in the initial invasion to Iraq. So I was in country for eight months, and there were some changes that happened to my brain when I was in combat that I wasn't aware of. It was about six years after combat that I was driving down the, the freeway. I was living in Indianapolis at the time, and all of a sudden I got this intense chest pain, and my heart started racing, and my blood pressure spiked, and I, I thought I was having a heart attack. So I pulled over on the side of the road. And nothing was going on. You were just driving down the road. Just driving down the road. Yep, I had a had a passenger with me, and we switched Boston. She brought me to the VA hospital, just a couple couple miles away, and put me on the EKGs. Told me I'm fine. Sent me home. I'm thinking, no, that was that was really scary, and that was painful. I was like, yeah, there's something going on there. So that that continued to happen. I, I kept going to the ER for it, and eventually, I found out what I was having was called panic attacks, not heart attacks. Uh, but it took me a long time to figure that out. For about five years, I just thought I was dying every day, and life became really difficult to live. And the only thing I was looking forward to at that point was, was going to sleep. But then I stumbled upon a way out of this. this. So what was happening was panic attacks and anxiety that was created by triggers that were locked into my brain. Like post-traumatic brain stuff? Yeah, post-traumatic stress disorder okay. is, is a medical term for it. So when I was in combat, my, my brain recognized a lot of things as triggers to possible life and death situations. And some of those might be like a box on the side of the road. So now I'm back in the United States, I'm driving down the road, and I don't even realize it, but my brain sees a box, it thinks I'm entering another life and death situation, sends me into this flight or flight mode, and all I'm doing is driving down the road, so I didn't realize what was happening. So what happened after this point, once I figured out what it was, I did a lot of studying on our brains, and why mine changed in combat, and how it related these triggers to these life and death situations years down the road, and the important chemicals that are released in our brain during things like physical activity, during camaraderie building, socializing, during leadership and serving each other. And we created a 14-week program based around these chemicals to do this much more effectively for other veterans. So I found my way to hope and happiness over a very long term, and now we're letting veterans find their way to hope and happiness over 14 weeks. Who put together, tell me about putting this program together. A lot of it was the study that I did on, on myself and some books that I was reading. And then we brought in a positive psychologist. So they helped with the happiness side of things. So we're actually practicing positive psychology, if you've heard of that before. And you put together this program. Right. Yep. So at the time, I was managing federal buildings and, and U.S. courthouses, working for the government. And once I learned a way back to happiness, I felt like that was my life's journey. That's my purpose. So I quit that, cashed in the retirement. Started 23rd Veteran, put this program together. Good for you. And now we're, we're also looking for veterans for that program in Minneapolis now. So w- when we raise this money through the Nearly Naked Ruck March in Minneapolis, that stays in Minneapolis. We, we run veterans through the program in the Minneapolis area. So we're launching October 22nd. We're sending seven veterans from this area to Outward Bound. They go backpacking and rock climbing for a week. And then they come back and start the next 13 weeks. It's... Three days a week, we're in the gym for an hour. After each workout, we sit down and go through the program for half an hour. 
halfway through some civilians join. There's there's more on the subconscious level about that, starting to relate civilians and people we don't know as friendly and trustworthy rather than possible enemy. Because mm-hmm. when we go out to, we come back from combat, and we try to go out to like a restaurant or a sporting event, we think we're going to have a good time. And we don't. We find ourselves sitting with our backs to the wall. We don't want people behind us. We're trying to assess everybody for a weapon. We want to see the entrances and exits. So by adding civilians on the team and then going out and experiencing things with them, like restaurants and trampoline parks with ground shaking and kids screaming, we can start to relate these people we don't know to new, fun, trusting memories rather than. So you were overseas in 2003. Did you know this was possible going into the military when you first began? Right. This has been around for thousands of years. It's a survival mechanism. It's a really good thing for me to enter a fight or flight mode when I see a box, if that means that box has a bomb in it. But the problem is the box doesn't have a bomb in it and we're in a safe area, but my brain still thinks it's it's, uh, constantly prepared for fight or flight. So how do you find these these guys and women, men and women, who are having these problems after they get home? By talking on the radio and seeing if people will will spread the word and let them know to go to to 23rdveteran.org to learn more information, both about the 23V Recon program and about the Nearly Naked Ruck March. Absolutely. Absolutely. We use Facebook. Uh, A lot of us are isolated. Like we realize we don't like it out in town and that happens, you know, these fight or flight or the anxiety and panic happens least often at home. So we stay home. So we use Facebook and and do sponsored campaigns or or tag a veteran that you think would enjoy this program. And that's the best, uh, probably the most effective way we've had at reaching out. Have you had, do you still get panic attacks? Is this, or is it still anxiety or? February of 2014 was my last panic attack. Can you give us a general story of maybe somebody going through the program today? I can. We had a veteran join the last program a year ago, the one that we, we did in Duluth. And he was isolated. He's living about 40 miles out of town. Uh, it's him and his wife and three daughters. And he's not working. He's on 100% disability. And he was having a, a really difficult time. He was falling into alcoholism. And I had a referral to him from another veteran that was in the, the program the year before. And we got him to go on the plane. Like it's That's the most difficult part for our veterans is that week leading up to actually getting on the plane and going to this camaraderie building experience because we're getting on a on this little tube of people that we don't know. We can't get out of it. We're we're committing to a week in the mountains and then following up with three three months of CrossFit. Um, so, but he got on the plane. He he took the leap. He had the courage. Did it. When he got back, the first thing he did, even before the plane landed, he he sent or probably before the plane took off from North Carolina, sent me a text message on how thankful he is that we got him to to go in the program and he has such a positive outlook on life and he was already talking about quitting drinking and that's actually one of the rules of the program and and what was really cool is that was in October as well and then around New Year's we were like once in a while I'll join the group and during our positive psychology session of that 30 minutes after the workout we're talking about what we're looking forward to and you can kind of gauge pretty easily on how positive someone's attitude is and how far out they can see themselves. Uh, so leading up to that, like him and most people would, you know, they have a hard time looking forward to something tomorrow. But when we talk about what we're looking forward to, he was already talking about six months away and a year away and going to school and graduating and what he's going to be doing with his kids and horse that he's, that he's getting. And Did the marriage survive it? Absolutely. I know a lot of yeah. marriages don't. It's dead. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, to this day it has. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, Right. My marriage should not survive it. No. And looking back on it, like I, 
that's totally reasonable that my marriage didn't survive. I, I no longer had the ability to be really happy. I didn't have the ability to love. Yeah. I noticed that I didn't have the ability to be sad, and I thought that was a good thing. I just thought I had good, strong control over my emotions. What's wrong with that? But I also couldn't love. If you're just joining us, um, Mike Waldron is executive director of 23rd Veteran. They've got an event coming up that, uh, you know, we're talking about some really serious stuff, but the events get really a lot of fun um, to raise um, some great funds for 23rd Veteran. Why 23rd Veteran? Why is it called that? So the VA came out with a study a few years ago that said about 22 veterans were killing themselves every day. So when starting this organization, I was looking at that study and how close I became to becoming one of those 22 veterans. So I figured I was the next closest thing, the 23rd veteran. Now 23rd veteran is somebody who's still here and helping other veterans. And you have a website? 23rdveteran.org. Okay. We're on Facebook at 23rd veteran. And you can sign up for the nearly naked ruck march. Nearly naked ruck march. We're doing one in St. Cloud on October 13th. Okay. And then we are in Bunker Hills on October 27th. Here in and, the cities. Yep, that's just before Halloween. Uh-huh. So, of course, we're going to have a nearly haunted mile. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> of course we are. Costumes are, are more than welcome. They're encouraged. And that is fun. And the nearly naked, if you're just joining us, nearly naked, what do you mean nearly naked ruck march? Why don't you uh, explain what it is again? Yeah, nearly naked ruck march. We are hiking with packs in long underwear, and we're doing it in the cool weather. So, like we said, Bunker Hills is in Coon Rapids near near Minneapolis. And we go up to 10 miles. We can go shorter distances as well, carrying these packs. It's a really fun event. It's such a sad subject. We keep the Nearly Naked really fun, and that's you know, from the name on. Uh, so we, we get there. There's going to be live music. We have live music. We have an American Idol, Idol singer at a warming station where we're handing out hot chocolate and coffee. Of course, we're going to have the, the Nearly Haunted Mile, and then at the end, we're going to have the Nearly Naked after party with beer and <laughs> more music and it food. It is a party. Yes. It is a party. Uh, raising money and and supplies for people who really need it. Uh, 23rd Veteran. Uh, the programs, like you said, you talked about the unique 14-week program. What is the Combat Stress Seminars? It's another half of 23rd Veteran. We okay. educate the community on why we're supposed to get combat stress. So you go out and talk to businesses and church mm-hmm. groups and things like that. Yep, okay. yep. Universities, businesses. And so we teach why they're supposed to get combat stress, what that looks like. And then how to create a more friendly environment for it. And that's kind of the important part. So in the workplace, what do we do so that we're not setting off these common triggers for our veterans? How do we make them more comfortable and that's open great. in communication so we can build this, this team within the workplace? When veterans leave the military, 80% of them leave their first job within their first year because they just don't find that team again. Like we're, we're expecting for people to have our backs and to have this open communication like we do in the military. And it's just not the same. And there's, there's literally a language barrier between somebody who speaks with the military lingo versus the civilian lingo, as well as you know, such a culture barrier there. Do young men and women going into the military get educated about what could happen when they're done with their military service? Not, not well. Yeah. No. Uh, there's, the DOD doesn't do a, 
a ton of education. So that's the Department of Defense, and they kind of... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Control what happens while you're in the military. Once you get out of the military, it's a hard line. No longer DOD. Now it's the VA. The VA does a lot more of the education. Um, but that's something that we're pushing for in 23rd Veteran. We have a bill in Congress now. If that passes, that'll be funding for any organization in the country to mimic what we're doing. And that'll be a huge step. Uh, we do speak at military units, and that's kind of my favorite. Uh, in about a week here, I'm going to be able to speak with Marines out at Camp Pendleton, California, and that's where I served. So that's, uh, that'll be a huge check in the box. I, I really wish I had somebody... 15 years ago that was there to tell me why my brain was about to change in combat before I deployed. That would have made, made life for me a lot easier coming back because this is supposed to happen. This it's a survival mechanism. It's great to have it while we're in combat and it's great to know that we can change that back once we return. Your program 23rd veteran has won a couple awards this year. So we were awarded the best venture impacting veterans in the country by the Institute for Veteran and Military Families. We had, we had well over 100 a, a applicants. This was a competition that was open to tens of thousands of veterans who have started businesses or nonprofits. It was a nationwide thing. Once we got narrowed down to the top 10, we went down to Austin, Texas to present in front of 180 entrepreneurs and a panel of judges. And so that was the smaller of the two awards we got, the Best Venture Impacting Veterans, but that's the one I'm, I'm a little more proud of. I was, I was really pulling for that. And we also got second place in the country just for, for ventures that are looking to grow and become a major player in their industry. Oh, that is really cool. You were talking about the bill going through Congress, and if it passes, other organizations can take your program. They become part of 23rd Veteran? Our program is ran by what we call the playbook. It's about a 180-page book. It tells the veterans what they do every day throughout the 14 weeks. It's even got the workouts in there for them. So it can easily expand to other gyms. We use the CrossFit model. It's got the CrossFit style workouts. We just give that to a gym owner and they can see exactly how to run the program. After each workout, the veterans sit down and go through whatever's on the next page and then they have homework based on it. So if this bill gets passed, that's funding that 23rd veteran can apply for to run the program and any other organization that wants to run it, we just hand them the book, show them how to write the grant and they can get this going in their hometown. And you can, is there information on 23rd Veteran about that? There is. Yep. There is a page about the bill and and how you can help pass the bill. Contact your Congress people. Absolutely. So it expires at the end of the year. So we don't have a lot of time because the congressman that submitted it is retiring at the end of the year. And apparently bills retire with them. I'm not, I'm not the expert when it comes to to (laughs) lobbying in Congress. Let's get on it now. That sounds interesting. So um, when is the next program starting here locally? October 22nd. Okay. That's the next time that we're sending veterans to the mountains, and then when they come back, they do the next 13 weeks. Yeah. How many are you sending this time around? It's going to be a total of 20. Okay. And we're doing this both in Duluth and in Minneapolis. Gotcha. So, so combo group, all in yep, one group? Yep. The whole group goes to Outward Bound together. When they get back, they go to their hometown, and then they continue the program in their hometown. They, they're going to be within commuting distance to the gym. So we have two different gyms selected in Minneapolis. We have Linden Hills CrossFit and CrossFit Plain. And also up in Duluth, and the, the workout's important. So the whole purpose of the workout 
is to release this very important brain chemical called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. That's abbreviated BDNF, and that's our brain growth hormone. So it acts like a steroid for our memory. So that's why we can remember these triggers so strongly on the subconscious level in fight-or-flight modes, like when, we, when we're actually in a battle, is because we have BDNF available. So now everything about that situation is getting locked into our memory, just like a car accident. Everything about that will get locked in your memory, and it's because of this brain growth hormone. So we are accessing this brain growth hormone through the workout, and now with that available, we can make changes to our brain much quicker and deeper in that next half-hour positive psychology and reconditioning session as well as when we go experience life out in society in a positive way. Wow. You want to learn more? Go to your website, read about it, contact Mike, correct? Absolutely. If you uh, would like to be a part of this, and uh, it's 23rdveteran.org. Talk about how you did funding. You got this bill going through Congress. How do you do funding now? Which, I mean, besides the Nearly Naked Muck March. <laughs> the Nearly Naked Rock March is our, by far our biggest okay. fundraising event. Because so it's that- got to cost some money sending people to these recon, you know, the 14-week the program. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the Nearly Naked, is that's our biggest fundraiser, and that's okay. what does it, and that's why we keep these recon programs in the cities that we do the Nearly Naked Rock March. So we're expanding that, too. We're going to San Diego in February. We're going to be in L.A. in February. So we'll be in five cities in the next six months. Wow. And then from there, the, the recon programs follow. But there's some other community events and fundraisers for us. Uh, the VFW out of Palmer Lake is doing a 5K this Saturday. Oh, perfect. This Saturday up in Brooklyn Park. Okay. And they're, they're expected to raise over $10,000. That's really so cool. That's, that's really awesome. Otherwise, you know, we have some businesses that donate, community partners. Anybody listening, they can donate by going to your website? Absolutely. 23rdveteran.org. There's a couple ways to donate there. You can do a, a straight door donation, or you can jump on the Nearly Naked Rock March pages <laughs> and see who's packed. Yeah, you can put more more money in someone's pack so they carry more weight. Oh, that's hilarious. So do you have friends of yours just packing down your pack for you? Like, oh, okay, there's, I can do this. There's a slight chance that happens. <laughs> just a little bit. How heavy can the pack get? Uh, well, for people that are experienced with ruck marching, we recommend to keep it under 50 pounds. Okay. But there's people out there carrying 70, 80, 90, yeah. 90 pounds in the ruck march. I'm proud of it. If you're not experienced with ruck marching, I would recommend to keep it under 20 pounds. Okay. And probably the most important thing is to get out and hike in those shoes that you're going to use on rock day. That's the maybe the only injury we see. It's certainly the number one injury is the blisters because people aren't used to, to walking 10 I miles. I did the breast with, cancer three day. I know what pack. those blisters look like. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's not good when you don't practice. 23rdveteran.org for all the information on the Nearly Naked Muck March. Ruck March. Ruck March. Ruck yep. March. Got it. And uh, again, one more time, um, it's a military thing, the Ruck March. Tell us about how you did that in the military. Yeah, in the military, uh, a Ruck March is a training exercise. Uh, we put our camouflage on, we got our boots, our packs, our weapons, our ammo, our food, everything that we're going to need to go into combat. And we go on a long hike as if we're going into combat. How so long of a hike do you yeah. usually go? In the military, we, well, I was, I was in the Marine Corps Infantry. We started short. We went three miles and then wrapped it up six, nine. We would go up to a marathon length. Wow. Really? And yeah, we would have over a, over a hundred pounds on us when we include the crew, crew served weapon systems we were carrying. Well, I hope this year, is this the fifth year? Fourth this year. is, this is the fourth year, the fourth, fifth ruck march. Fifth ruck march. I hope it's a big one for you. And I know you'll be continuing this 23rd veteran is your organization. Mike Waldron is the executive director. Mike, thank you so much for coming by and talking about the Nearly Naked Ruck March coming up in October. Thank you so much for having me on.
Teens in foster care will love you, even if you don't know the lingo. Dad bod. Noun. The result of the occasional donut always washed down with confidence. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Thanks for buying a fishing license. I want you to picture all the great things this simple purchase does. Like building public boat ramps, keeping local waters clean, and maintaining a healthy fish population. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. Every dollar protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. Learn more at takemefishing.org slash Minnesota. We're back on Twin Cities Community. Imagine being given the opportunity to see the world from a different perspective atop a horse. River Valley Riders is a therapeutic riding program. And in the studio with me today is Cheryl Holt from River Valley Riders. And Teresa Milligan is a board member and a parent of someone who uses these services at River Valley Riders. First of all, Cheryl, good to see you again. Thanks for being back on the show. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much. Coming up, you've got the 15th Annual Roundup. Saturday, October 13th. We're going to talk about that. Um, but first, let's talk about, and oh, and by the way, Teresa, um, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Give us a background. What is River Valley Riders? Well, River Valley Riders, um, I guess it's best uh, stated what our mission is, and our mission is to enrich the lives of adults and children with special needs um, by offering equine-assisted therapies and activities. Yeah, and boy, it works. It works. Yeah. And we also are the only um, organization in Minnesota that offers carriage driving for people with disabilities. Oh, okay. So that is a, you know, a huge uh, opportunity for people that aren't able to ride a horse that they can actually do carriage driving. Yeah. How yeah. does this work? I mean, Teresa, you're the parent of a, a, somebody that's used this kind of therapy. Yes. It is amazing. How does it yes. work? How it works is it builds, for our daughter, builds her core strength in her body. When she first started 18 years ago, she was laying back on the horse, literally laying back on her back. Through the years, she has gotten to the point where she now sits semi-independently. She always has two sidewalkers, but many mm-hmm. nights now, they only have one assist with her. And she rides around the corral. It's just wonderful for what? her. She's sitting upright. It's That's cool. Great. What's her name? Nicole. Okay, tell me, what. Can you give me a background about Nicole. Okay, Nikki has Rett syndrome, R-E-T-T. In fact, one of your field correspondents on your um, international news on, at 530, he was on and he has a son who was just diagnosed with Rett syndrome. And two of the best therapies for children with Rett syndrome is swimming and horseback riding, which is why horseback riding has been instrumental in Nikki's life all these years because it has helped her tremendously. Cheryl, how does this work? I think it's just there's a special connection that Pete, that our riders have with the horse. The horse connects with the rider. And then that connection then gives that rider confidence. And then as they're riding, and, and they're involved now with more people, so they have the sidewalkers, they become good friends with their sidewalkers mm-hmm. many times. And sidewalkers go to the school programs for them and support them in that way as well. So there's a, a community connection also that happens. And we just recently did a survey with our clients, and it, 100% of them said that um, the therapeutic riding uh, helped the core strength, of course, the physical stuff. It also helped their um, self-esteem and their confidence and their posture. 
But beyond that, over half of them said that those those um, qualities expanded beyond the riding. It went to their home, to their school, or if they had work. And it changed their whole lives because they became more confident and it, and they got the sense of community. Wow. And, and you awesome. saw that a lot with Nicole. Yes, I did. Yeah. She formed a special bond with one of her horses that she was riding. What was the horse's name? Chief. Chief, of course. He was just, he was an old soul. And you could just tell he was an old soul. They had a special bond. We mm-hmm. encourage our riders to say goodbye to their horses every after every session. And I was holding one of Nikki's hands out to her so she could say, she doesn't speak. She's not verbal. So I would say goodbye to Chief and I'd put Nikki's hand out so she could touch him. And he went into her neck and nuzzled oh, her. Stop. I mean, it was the most heartwarming moment ever. Um, coming up on Saturday, October 13th at Inwood Oaks Event Center in Oakdale. Is that the old prom center? Yes. Okay, I thought so. They change the name every once in a while. Right. It's the old prom center. Um, the 15th annual roundup for River Valley Riders will be happening. Tell us about this event. Tell us what's, what's going to happen that night. What's an exciting event we're having at 5 o'clock is when we have our d'oeuvres on social time and silent auction. And then at 7 o'clock we have a dinner, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And Jay Olstad will be emceeing our event very for cool. us. I yeah, like we that. thought it was very cool. I like him a lot. And our our entertainment for the evening is Fiddle Fair. Cool. So there uh, is, and all I can say, oh, I know what I forgot to mention is that we have a vacation package. Las Vegas is one of the things for our live auction. So live auction, a great dinner. How are we dressing? Silent are we dressed, auction. Are we dressing like... Uh, you can dress any way you want. We, we can wear our we boots don't if turn we want, huh? anyone away. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I like that to support River Valley Riders, uh, a major fundraiser supporting yes. River Valley Riders. And people can go out and watch. Encourage anyone to come out to the site, the Afton site, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday evenings. Check us out. See the riders. See how we how it works, and you'll be impressed. Where where in Afton are you located? Two thousand seven Neal Avenue South. Okay. So just a couple miles south of ninety four. Yep. So we're north of the city of Afton. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Nice road trip on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday night. It's yes. a beautiful drive yeah. out there. I, I used to come to Washington County Fairgrounds and watch you work. Mm-hmm. And it's just, in, it's incredible. It's a good, it's, a, it's cool to see. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Okay. How can we get a hold of you guys? River Valley, the, the website? Through the website. And there's valleywriters.org. And our telephone number's on there. Okay. Otherwise, we have a... An RVR line, it's on the website, but it's 651-439-2558. Okay, perfect. And we can get all the information on the Roundup happening Saturday, October 13th at the website as well. Correct. Correct. All right. Cheryl Holt is with River Valley Riders, and Teresa Milligan is a board member and a parent, someone who uses the services at River Valley Riders. Thank you both for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, thank well, you. Lee, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Twin Cities Community. To discover more about our public affairs programming and to find the community calendar, go to our website and type in the keyword PSA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.